What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Markets are in free fall once again as I'm recording this, down another 9% as fear of illness 19, not saying it because I don't want to get demonetized, um, continues to ramp up. Cases, deaths, um, all continue accelerating. More and more cities and governments are shutting down. Um, it seems like this is the black swan, sort of once in a lifetime black swan financial event. Um, and yeah, it is having a huge, huge impact. And so the biggest thing I'm doing for my portfolio is running through what would happen if a prolonged global recession or depression goes down. How would that impact my biggest holdings? I think this is the sort of stress test you should be doing constantly on the companies on your portfolio. But particularly now, we have this totally new um, unexpected black swan event impacting the entire global economy. I mean, Italy has totally shut down. Um, I'm in New York City right now. New York City, as of tomorrow morning, every basically... Everything that's not a grocery store, pharmacy, or hospital is about to close down. This is having a real impact on economic activity. Restaurants in Seattle, where this has been going on longer, are already starting to close. I mean, this is going from beyond just a health uh, and sort of, you know, in the in, in the health sector um, crisis to a real financial and economic crisis as well that could last months and months. Um, and it looks like we're on the verge of a multi-week quarantine. And so the biggest question now for me, and remember, this is totally not financial advice, but is what is going to happen to Tesla? That is my biggest investment. So I'm thinking through if things get really, really bad, if we are shut down for weeks or months, um, how would that impact my biggest investment? Will Tesla be able to survive and get through the under end of this? Or how much pain will they be able to tolerate? I think that's a really important stress test. So that's what I want to walk through in this video, how I'm thinking about that um, for these financial markets. Because at a high level, um, look, here's what's going to go down. Every single auto company is going to see suffering sales. That is just the name of the game. Every single business of every type, unless you're like Netflix maybe or Zoom video chat, is going to see a huge, huge hit to their business, especially companies like Tesla where they literally need people in the factory building the cars. I mean, they can't do that. Tesla's just announced even today, like they're starting deliveries of the Model Y, which is poised to be their best-selling vehicle ever. Super exciting. But then at the same time, it's like, are they even going to be able to sell this? Are they even going to deliver this? I mean, frankly, like none of that matters because it's looking more and more likely that there is going to be a prolonged global economic shutdown and that will have a serious serious impact um, onto Tesla and onto vehicle sales in general. So welcome to the world of hypercharts. Here we're going to take a look at Tesla's financials just to give you a sh uh, show you the health of the company. Um, as I'm recording this stock at 467 down almost 50% from those highs of 900 just a couple weeks ago. I mean, this is it's it's I've, a Tesla stock, frankly, has been holding up um, very, very well, given all of this turmoil that's gone down. I think the performance relative to the indices and other technology companies has been solid, but like literally every single company is going uh, getting crushed right now. So Tesla's vehicle delivery I mean, these are poised to go down because Q1 is seasonally weaker, but I think we're going to see a huge, huge hit to Q1 deliveries, potentially Q2 and Q3. I mean, how many cars Tesla sells is their main business. They sell less cars, their revenue, their profits are all going to go down accordingly. Uh, we already had China extend Chinese New Year. That happened in Q1 of this year. The production there has been slower. The deliveries um, of that new Shanghai Gigafactory have been slower. So I think Q1 from the Chinese uh, part has been disappointing earlier and mid to the quarter. Now looking later in the quarter, I think Europe and the US are totally shutting down. It's going to have a huge, huge impact onto Tesla's financial picture. Um, if we go to their revenue and profit side, the company was actually making money. This is their operating income. As you can see, they, Tesla was profitable here, which is super exciting. Um, they did lose $522 million in Q1, so Q1 seasonally weak. Once again, they could lose a lot of money, but Tesla had been making money, um, and their business model had really been validated. Revenue was growing. I mean, this is the reason why the stock was soaring is because all of Tesla's financials were headed in the right direction. But I think, unfortunately, we're going to see operating income go negative. We're going to see revenue start to dip. We're going to see gross profit start to dip dip 
everything is going to go in the wrong direction here. But the most important thing that I want to look at um, is well, operating expenses, but also cash flow. How much cash goes in and out of the business? Um, operating cash flow in yellow is how much uh, cash flow the core business is either producing or burning. Capital expenditures, how much are they investing for future growth? So the good thing is Tesla is going to be able to scale back investments for future growth significantly because you don't need to keep growing or keep building manufacturing capacity if nobody's buying your cars. So in some ways, um, they are able to pull back spending in a crisis like this. Um, but anyway, operating cash flow, adding in capital expenditures, then you have free cash flow. So as you can see, Tesla's been able to produce positive uh, cash flow um, for the past five out of the six past quarters here. Positive free cash flow from Tesla, building their cash balance. Once again, the business had been validated from a financial perspective. But in my opinion, that's all about to change. Here were capital expenditures. Um, these are numbers, investments for future growth. As you can see, Tesla during the Model 3 ramp put in huge capital to invest in growth. This caused them to burn a ton of money, but that went down as they scaled up production and stopped needing to build those new production lines. Now they've started to invest in growth again as they expand Model Y and Gigafactory uh, Berlin. But I think this is going to totally slow down and Tesla's going to stop spending their CapEx. And so I think operal, uh, operating cash flow, yes, operating cash flow will take a hit, potentially going negative, but capital expenditures will dry up. And I think, yes, that means we will see negative free cash flow, but it won't be that bad. Tesla's worst free cash flow ever was 1.5 billion, but look at that. 1.2 billion of that was because of CapEx. Here, another quarter of over a billion, 1.35 billion loss in cash flow, you know, a huge 1.15 billion of that was CapEx. So without CapEx, I think Tesla's core business won't actually be that capital intensive. The worst quarter they ever had was Q1 2019, 640 million loss of operating cash flow. So I think we could see something similar in Q1 just because of that seasonal weakness and because of all these interruptions. Tesla losing, you know, almost 600, 700, 800, a billion dollars in free cash flow or operating cash flow um, just in Q1 of this year. With limited CapEx, we could be looking at a billion a quarter burn for Tesla. Um, I also think just to put things in perspective, um, let's take a look at their operating expenses. As you can see, Tesla's operating expenses without other um, was, are over a billion as of recently. They were shrinking those as they were cutting uh, salaries and other things like that, but now they've been going back up. I assume they're going to stop growing these expenses in the midst of this crisis, but as you can see, it's about $1.1 billion, let's call it, if you add in R&D, $345 million plus 699 million. Here's the billion line. As you can see, 1.2 billion. So it's about 1.05 billion. Let's just call it 1.1 billion. So Tesla's quarterly OPEX is about 1.1 uh, billion per quarter. Now, just to tie into all of this, let's look at their cash balance. As you can see, this has been um, a really strong point as Tesla's operating and free cash flow have improved. They've been building their cash balance here up to $6.3 billion, um, and they just did that crazy capital raise. So in theory, cash is about $8.3 billion um, right now. If you include that $2 billion in cash they just raised, I mean, Tesla's capital raise, they just did seeming more and more prudent by the day. I mean, Tesla, I was a little bit critical of them because I was worried about the dilution, but Tesla went ahead, raised $2 billion, about $760, $770 per share. Now that $2 billion is hugely critical cash that's going to get them through this situation it means they probably won't have to raise cash again, which would really hurt them. But more to that on a second. So we have Tesla with $8.3 billion in cash. My projection is they lose about a billion this quarter while things are sort of falling apart. That brings us down to set, let's call it $7 billion. Let's say they lose a billion and a half, you know, $6.87 billion in cash. Um, and then you're talking about an operating business that burns about $4.4 billion a year, $1.1 billion a quarter times four. Um, and I think they're going to shut down basically all of production. Let's just say in a worst case scenario, what would happen at the end of Q1, Tesla has 7 billion in cash, or let's just call it 6.5 billion to be safe. They have 6.5 billion in cash and they have literally shut down 
all production because the entire global economy is at a standstill. Let's assume they have to keep paying every single person. They have to pay the rent for all these salaries. They have to keep all the lights on, electricity bills, pay all these employees. Um, let's just say they decide to pay everybody's salary, full salary, even though a bunch of people are working from home. They don't do layoffs. What I'm saying is let's assume they keep those $1.1 billion in quarterly expenses. It would still take Tesla a year and a half to burn through that $6.5 billion in cash. So this to me is the good part about Tesla is they have so much cash on their balance sheet now that even if we do see two to three quarters of them burning a billion a quarter, they still will be fine. And so, um, and, and the way this could even get a little bit worse and why this recent capital raise is so awesome is because typically what's going to happen, and you'll see this going for happening for a lot of companies soon is, you know, things start to go bad, their business starts to hurt. They have to raise more money on these really bad terms. They either have to take on super high interest debt or dilute their share price at a super low uh, share price because the stock market has crashed and your, you know, equity price is low. So you have to sell shares at a super low price, dilute a ton for a low amount of capital, that can really ruin um, a company's financial situation is if they have to raise money on not their terms during a crisis. But luckily, Tesla's just raised $2 billion in capital. Um, I don't see them needing to raise capital for at least two to three quarters. Um, and I think they're going to have enough money to literally get through this massive global recession. And this could not have been said a year or two ago. I mean, Tesla's core business is more profitable than ever on stronger footing than ever. They have less debt than ever. They just paid off a huge chunk of debt, um, you know, about six months ago. And they, uh, their core business has been pumping out billions of cash. They've been saving up billions and they just raised an additional $2 billion on top of that. So Tesla, in many ways, um, their strategic financial timing has never been better and has never looked stronger. Um, it looks like they're like they could literally shut down all operations, close every single factory, still pay all of their employees for, you know, potentially a full year and they could still not need any more money. They could literally afford to do that for a whole year, assuming that's how bad the shutdown gets. And I don't think that's too extreme because yeah, it may only be a six week or eight week or, you know, three month shutdown, but then think about how that long it takes to recover. It's not just going to get back, you know, to full speed right away. It's going to take time to ramp. So, um, Anyway, that's sort of how I'm thinking about this. I think Tesla's in way better financial position than almost every other automaker just because of the fact they don't have a huge balance sheet. They don't have all these loans. Um, they're selling, you know, a leader in electric vehicles. They're a lot more lightweight because they're a startup. They're a more new company. They're a lot more nimble. So I think Tesla does, um, is in much better financial position than almost any other automaker. But that being said, I think every single automaker is poised to struggle. The automotive market is going to take a huge, huge dip here. Um, and this is going to be a real impact to Tesla's financials and sales at least in Q1, at least in Q2, probably in Q3, um, and who really knows when it's going to end. And so it does make me sleep way better. It does help me sleep way better at night that Tesla does have this cash. They did complete the $2 billion raise. Epic move, Zach Kirkhorn and Tesla's CFO finance team, because without that, it, 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 there's a good chance Tesla would have had to do a raise not on their terms, diluted way more, and things could have gotten ugly. Uh, gotten ugly. But that's what's keeping me a little bit happy right now um, or feeling a little bit calmer about this whole situation is that I do think Tesla is on sure enough financial footing to make it through, even if things get much worse. Um, but who knows? This is still an evolving situation. Who knows how bad this could get, how quickly I would have never expected this to be the situation we're in right now. So that is what it is. I mean, these are scary times, uncharted waters. Um, this is when the balance sheet of what you're investing in matters, when all those shaky businesses that aren't profitable, um, that aren't growing like crazy, that don't have great products could go out of business. I mean, this is the natural economic cycle. There's ebbs and flows. 
It's been 12 or 13 years that we've been in a bull market um, where uh, many people think we're overdue for this correction. Interest rates have been super cheap, helping keep companies afloat that maybe shouldn't have been alive. Um, so this could get ugly and could go on for a while. So I just think people need to be prepared for that. This is a true global macroeconomic recession um, and every single company is going to get affected, even Tesla. The question is who will emerge out of this? Because once they do, um, I think Tesla's you know, still on the path to be that world-changing, massive trillion-dollar valuation, uh, super disruptive global company. But the question is, you know, has the been vision been pushed back um, six months, a year, two years? Will they have to do another super dilutive equity raise to be able to get through? I, we don't. I hope not, but we just don't know. So anyway. That's my wrap up of this. Pretty scary and uncertain times. I hope everyone watching or listening is super safe. Um, you're taking all the precautions. And yeah, I'm just wishing you, sending good vibes, wishing you the best of luck because these are crazy times. Anyway, this is HyperChange. Super appreciative of our Patreon supporters, producers, keeping the channel going um, during these crazy turmoil. Um, I'll see y'all next time. Have a good one. Peace.